0: This is the Bob Cordaro Show Podcast, W.I.L.K. News Radio.
1: So, Joe Biden has the King of Jordan. Can't remember his name. Then he mispronounces it. Mispronounces the name of the Queen. Points to a picture of Barack Obama. They don't even know what he's talking. I mean, he's, he's an embarrassment every moment on the world stage. And this is what we're dealing with. And I'm telling you, guys, how long can this go? But great good morning, everyone. 10, 12 a.m. here in the great Northeast. This is the Bob Cadaro Show. I am he. It is a big day to fight for America, defend our values, and honor the brave who have made us and kept us free. People like Ray Decker, Glendale, John Costello, Exeter. Edward Kilinowski, Freeland, and James Pleviak of Simpson, who we honor today. So with history, our great founding fathers, and the incomparable Constitution of the United States of America as our guides, let us continue today's battle and regavel to order, after that brief news adjournment, this meeting of the club for the common sense promising you that for the balance of the morning, we're going to provide a sanctuary of sanity for you, including Dave McCormick, our candidate for United States Senate. And it is all brought to you by Road Scholar Transport, the family company that will treat you like family, whether you ship with them throughout Northeast Pennsylvania and the entire Northeast United States, or whether you work for them, they will treat you like family. And they're innovative. They know logistics. They know warehousing. They know trucking. And they've got unique shipping solutions to meet your unique shipping needs. Visit roadscholar.com to check them out. And use them. I'm sure you'll be happy about that. So... uh my friend Artware sent me something and I'm telling you it was the need I forgot about this you know I, I was not much for the commercials and so uh you know I, it's commercial time you get up and you go get whatever um wow uh, um, someone who owns a trucking company tells me today 30 drivers not working today trucking company there's a ban on commercial vehicles on the highway for wet roads i drove that road i've drove 81 and they're losing 250 to 300 bucks each oh my god who did see again these are technocrats and bureaucrats and democrats you know, saying no commercial vehicles on the highway. Oh Lord, yeah, this is oh boy, oh boy. All right, let me go back. Uh, but but thank you for that because it's good to know the plight of the truck driver because they're the tip of the spear. They face the most regulation, the most left wing headaches. They face uh, inflation first. So they are a bellwether for what we're all gonna face. And they're not allowed to drive today, my lord. Anyway, my friend Artware sends in. Um a guy named David Green, and I was wondering about it. He played, did you see the commercial? With people washing each other's feet, it was just outstanding. And this David Green, I give him all the credit in the world, he he paid $7 bucks just to show people caring for other people. It had white people and it had everybody washing each other's feet. It was outstanding art. Thank you for reminding me of it. That was good stuff. And he also points out something that is so sadly true. You want to, you want to, like, can you hold your head? The, the Democrats are so desperate to prop up Joe Biden. They're looking for this airhead Taylor Swift's endorsement. Like, this is, <laughs> they're angling for Taylor Swift's endorsement as though that should matter to any voter by the way if you're a voter and taylor swift's endorsement matters to you you're stupid i'm sorry what we don't have time to sugarcoat here you're ridiculous you're idiotic taylor swift my god almighty now here's an endorsement i would take if i could i'd never get it but mother teresa She said, if you can't feed 100 people for February 13th, if you can't feed 100 people, then feed just one. St. Teresa for today. Thank you, Mary Regina. Yeah. (laughs) My God almighty. (laughs) Oh, Lord. But thank you, Mary Regina. We'll take a break. Bob Cadaro, W-I-L-K. We will return. The Rolling Stones, this date, 1966, performed on the Ed Sullivan Show. I can't get no satisfaction. And then I mean this was the tempest in the teapot of all time. So Michael Flynn, who they hated by the way, cuz he as a uh, he was with defense intelligence during the Barack Obama administration and he questioned the all-powerful, all-seeing and all-knowing Barack Obama. And so the media and the establishment were out to get him. So after he knows he's going to be, and I believe he was already the designee as national security advisor for Trump, he has a meeting with the Russian ambassador. And for the life of me to this day, I cannot figure out Why he was forced to resign. And then they went further. They prosecuted him. This was the establishment showing an iconoclast like Michael Flynn. You do not cross us. And it was the beginning. It was actually in the very beginning of the Trump administration. And it showed us what they were willing and capable of doing. And Michael Flynn went through three years of monstrous headaches because of these fools. They have to be defeated, guys. They have to be. Somebody said, somebody um, texting in that the, the they're conservative, but they're mad about the way Trump treated John McCain. Well, so am I. What the hell does that have to do With President of the United States. Okay, he and um, Joe Biden both avoided the draft. Okay. What are their policies? What have they done for the country in office? What do they say they believe in? Joe Biden, on top of that, he never had a fastball. He's lost his knuckleball he's he's completely he's not even a sentient human being he's just a robot walking around and his policies are disgraceful and have failed and he was the most corrupt politician we have ever seen by the way something that's really been on my mind and aggravating the hell out of me Okay, they keep saying that it's an age thing about Biden. Even Fox News is saying it's about age. It's not about his age. He's senile. It has nothing to do with his age. I'll take plenty of eighty-some-year-old people, and they're beyond capable. The repositories of wisdom and strength and inspiration has nothing to do with age. Stop calling it age. It's about inherent stupidity, which Biden has. Inherent depravity, which Biden has. By the way, this is according to his own daughter, It's according to a credible rape victim. It's about inherent corruption, demonstrated and proven. And he was a dumb person to begin with. But he toes the line for the establishment. I I, I got to tell you, please don't say it's about age. It has nothing to do with age. It has to do with the trifecta that Joe Biden has accomplished: corruption, senility, and horrendous policies. Bordering on the disgusting. and In fact, not bordering on the disgusting. Disgusting. Boys and girls locker rooms. Boys competing with girls in girls sports. A crime policy that allows the poorest and most vulnerable among us to get assaulted by criminals. A border policy which has killed over 100,000 Americans with fentanyl that has turned Mexico into a narco state that is going to affect the American culture and country and that is going to kill a lot of people probably as soon as this year with terrorists who've been let into this country. This is an insane person. This is a vile, disgraceful human being denied his own granddaughter to this day Oh, but the media was satisfied when he said, I've got seven grandchildren, not six. Yeah. What? That was all he said. Never reached out to her, never met her. His granddaughter, biological granddaughter. He's a disgrace. There are no redeeming characteristics for Joe Biden. None. Zero. <sighs> it's It's exhausting to even think about him and he's President of the United States. We've never had this much of a disgrace. Jimmy Carter, for all his incompetence, was never a disgrace. Lyndon Johnson, for all his corruption and incom- and uh, corruption and vileness, was never incompetent. Joe Biden's both. And he's he's destroying the country. All right, we'll take a break. We're going to come back, this hour being brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. And <laughs> I wonder if their truckers are on the road today with this, uh, again, the truckers are the tip of the spear. Your truck driver's is the tip of the spear. The treatment they get is the treatment that's coming to a theater near you. We'll hear from our great sponsors. We'll give you the Veterans Tribute, the weather, and then Dave McCormick, our candidate for Senate. We'll be back. Our veterans for today, James Pleviak Simpson, passed away at age 78, January 5th, born Carbondale, Pennsylvania Army National Guard, and then 30 years, including many as a sergeant at SCI Waymart. He loved to sit over his pond and have a Stella or a Glenlivet. Lifetime member of White's Crossing Volunteer Fire Company. He was not done serving. His children and their spouses survive him, as well as six grandchildren, four great-grandchildren. Preceded in death by a daughter, Lisa. James Pleviak. Edward Kilinowski of Freeland. Proud member of the VFW and the Legion. Very proud of growing up in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. U.S. Navy in the Vietnam War. Purple Heart recipient. Deplored around the world. All of his children followed him in the military. Edward Kilinowski. John Costello, Exeter, Pittston High School graduate, U.S. Air Force. Served his country during the Vietnam War. Became a sergeant during his five years of service. Loved carpentry, and he was a professional carpenter. But he gave us 31 years as a mail carrier for the post office. His wife of almost 50 years, Margaret, survives him. As well as sons. John Costello, Ray Decker, Glendale, originally from Music, Music High School, United States Army National Guard. If it had an engine, he could fix it. If it had wheels or tracks, he could drive it. Owned Drecker, Decker uh, Trucking and worked at Imperial Foods as transportation and logistics coordinator. He goes all the way back to being a Boy Scout. Glendale Fire Company, loved nature and history, survived by his twin brother and best friend George, as well as a son and longtime companion Carol and stepchildren. Ray Decker, the veterans we lost late last year and early this year. Storm tracker 16 forecast from meteorologist Joe Snedeker. Snow tapering off by late morning. I believe it already has. Breaks of sun this afternoon. It'll be about 38 degrees. Tonight, cloudy and breezy down to 24. Wednesday, partly cloudy and windy. High of 35. And that's all Joe gave us. So we'll take what he gives us. And uh, as we return, reminding you, Road Scholar Transport brings you this program each hour. We uh, turn to a great guest, and we've had him in the studio before. And I I don't let many people in the studio, I'm telling you, because I can't do my push-ups. It just throws everything all off. But for Dave McCormick, our Republican candidate for United States Senate, I make an exception, and he is here. David, welcome. I'm glad to be here. here. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we can do push-ups together in here if you want. Hey, you look, I, I was commenting on this, and, you know, I, I made a thing of it. Every time I ran for office, I said, I'm going to lose weight because it's very hard because everybody wants you to try their cherry pie and their yeah, chicken, yeah. and the, and you're looking great. Those funnel cakes and corn dogs will kill you. The, the <laughs> county fairs are what kill you, right? That's what kills you. Well, I always said, if, it was, if it's catered food. Yeah. You don't have to eat it. If they made it, whether it's the group or the person's house you're at, you, gotta you have eat to it. eat it. <laughs> no, you, you got to eat do. it, no doubt. <laughs> well, you've been out on the trail, and you started a great thing, a bus tour.
0: Yeah, Saturday, we, uh, we launched the bus. It's uh, uh, Fighting for Pennsylvania's Future bus, and we're going to do 67 counties, and we're just going to keep going across the state uh, for the next nine months, and and gives me an opportunity to go to the next phase of the campaign. The filing date's just passed, and I'm now the nominee, yeah. and I'm running against Bob Casey, and I'm going across the Commonwealth and making my case for why we need change. And, uh, you know, Bob, I've been on this with the show a number of times before. I'm going to win this race. And the reason I'm going to win is because Pennsylvanians, 80 percent of them think the country is going in the wrong direction. The inflation, 60 percent of people live in paycheck to paycheck, the debt spiraling out of control, the fentanyl crisis I just heard you mention, the crime goes on and on. And the world is getting scarier and scarier. So people want change. This is a change election. Second. I've united the Republican Party and the U- Republican Party has decided
1: it wants to win. Yeah. And listen, we're not going to agree on That's every- unusual by the way. Right. Right. <laughs> they usually decide they want to How could we screw this up? Yeah, listen, but they've we, rallied around Dave McCormick. Uh, That's a big
0: deal. And I feel honored by it. And, and but but the the case I've made and I think people see this is listen, we we have differences across our party. You know, we don't agree on everything. But we certainly agree that on most things, and we agree that having a continuation of these crazy progressive policies taking our country down the drain is unacceptable. We have to win elections to change things. And then finally, I am running against a guy who's been in office 30 years, (laughs) in the Senate 17 years, and has not taken initiative, not shown leadership, not done a single thing and when he's voted, he's voted in ways that have hurt Pennsylvanians. Yeah. He's 98% of the time with Joe Biden. The, the spiraling spending that led to affla- inflation, uh, Bob Casey there every step of the way. The weak border policies, Bob Casey there every way. The terrible policies for energy, Bob Casey's voting for those policies every step of the way.
1: Well, don't say he led the way. Yeah, He's
0: following he's, that right. way. He's following. <laughs> he never right. led anything. 98% of the time following Joe Biden. Yeah. And, and this is why— Pennsylvanians want change. Uh, they need new leadership, and uh, and that's that's the bus tour. Yeah. The bus tour is going community to community
1: and making that case. I love it. Uh, look, I've known Bob Casey since we're in high school. We played sports, basketball against each other. I mean, I, I like him, always did, but he's been a horrendous center. When John Fetterman, right, is the is the only rational voice in the Democrat Party in Pennsylvania. And only on two subjects. Yeah. But he didn't do anything. Right. He said some things. When that's the case and the other United States senator who appears to be sentient says nothing of consequence, you know we're in trouble and we've got no leadership. No, no doubt. As you know, I
0: grew up in Bloomsburg. In my senior year in high school, uh, we, we played in the championships. Scranton prep. My dad worked. For Governor Casey, when he was chancellor of higher education here in Pennsylvania, I've known the Casey family, respect the Casey family. I I know Bob Jr. I don't know him well. I know he's a decent person. He's just a terrible senator. Horrible. And we are at a point in our country, you know, there are times in history where it's okay to have weak leadership in various points. Like the the future of America is not at risk. We are at a moment where if we're not careful, we're going to wake up and we're not going to recognize the country we're in. Yeah. We're not going to have the America that you and I grew up in that we love uh, is not going to be available for our kids.
1: You've been on the Hustings quite a bit, Dave McCormick. Uh, he is our Republican candidate for U.S. Senate. Uh, are pe- people are seeing this now, that, yeah. that they're not recognizing the country we're in. New York City cops getting beat up in Times Square. Any, I mean, myriad manifestations of this insanity – and the results of uh, regressive uh, left-wing policies, How, are they relating that back to you? And are they relating it to Bob Casey, who's gotten a pass yeah. on left-wing lunacy and consistent yeah. left-wing lunacy? Yeah,
0: I, I think they are. I think they are. And what I hear over and over again, and this isn't about Republicans and Democrats anymore. No. This is about Americans. This is about patriots. I was at an event uh, yesterday in in Pittston, and— uh, there was a gentleman there who was a, a, a Democrat. He was – it was a, a retired warden, and he said, listen, I, I just want to save America. I just want leadership. Yeah. I think people realize that we are at a moment where we need leadership. We need sane minds who can push back on the crazy policies and, and the, the building blocks of our country, the basic principles of, of freedom – of merit driving decisions, of capitalism, not socialism. These things are being eroded yeah. under the Democrats. And I think people are seeing that, and they, they're seeing they need leadership. And you can say a lot of things about Bob Casey, but I don't think there's any— I'm not going a single person, put it this way, on the campaign trail that says Bob Casey's a leader. <laughs> this is a moment where we need leaders. What's it mean to be a leader? It means you get out there, you get out front, you set a direction, you're willing to stand with courage— And conviction. You know, there's no popular – there's no position in American politics today where everybody says, oh, 100 percent, you're right. None of those exist. You have to stake out ground that's based on your values about what's right for America, and you got to fight for it. And Bob Casey hasn't done that. Dave McCormick, he's – in the the latest
1: poll, he couldn't crack 50 percent after 30 years in statewide office and overwhelming electoral victories. Right. I think people see it. And I – I remember last year, uh, there was a guy named Frank Andrews, who was our afternoon drive guy. Lifelong Democrat, Democrat elected official. He came on my show and switched to Republican. Because we wow. had a saying, and I made a saying. I said, we're way beyond who we like. right? <laughs> right. But we still like Dave McCormick. <laughs> we'll take a break. <laughs> we're going to come back. Dave McCormick, United States Senate candidate here in Pennsylvania. We'll be back with him and more after this. The Beatles, this date, 1967, released their double-sided single strawberry fields forever. Penny Lane in the United States on Capitol Records. Uh, Murph tells us that. We're joined by Dave McCormick, our candidate for United States Senate this year. It's a big race. I love the fact that you're out there working it and that law enforcement is getting it. And you just had a big endorsement from a ton of sheriffs from all over the Commonwealth. Yeah, we had we had a great set of uh, sheriffs
0: come together last Saturday, and forty-seven of the sheriffs of our of our great Commonwealth of county sheriffs endorsed me. And you know, it's a reflection of of growing fear about crime across our great commonwealth the fentanyl crisis as Mm -hmm. we've talked about 5,000 people last year in Pennsylvania that's more than in 20 years of war in Afghanistan and Iraq were killed killed in action 5,000 of them uh, Bob Casey's been complicit in that he's uh, popped his head up here. It's election year. All of a sudden, he's interested in, in doing something on fentanyl. Hasn't done anything for years. Is this? And he's doing nothing on the border. Doing nothing on the border. <laughs> we don't need platitudes. Absolutely. This is so. So law enforcement is recognizing this. And and you know, there's a there's a philosophy which we have to get rid of of, of district attorneys like Larry Krasner oh. that are soft on crime. As you know, in Philadelphia. You're not prosecuted if you're caught for shoplifting if it's less than $1,000. Bob Casey has supported liberal Soros-backed prosecutors like Larry Krasner. He has not stood up for law enforcement. He's been associated with groups that have tried to defund the police. And and we've got a crisis in law enforcement. That yeah. Every one of those sheriffs, I said we, – we, you know, we chatted a bit before. I said, what, what are your biggest issues? I knew the answer was going to be we can't recruit. Yeah. Nobody wants to be a, a, a police officer anymore because you're not respected in society. You have a legal liability. You're not paid adequately. And you got these crazies coming after you for doing your job to protect them. And, uh, and Bob Casey has been weak every step of the way, and that's why I've got this endorsement, and that's why they know that when I'm elected senator, I'm going to fight for, for those in law enforcement because they're a critical part of our society. I was in northern Philadelphia a couple weeks ago. I was talking to – I was in an African-American church, and I was talking to some of the, 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 uh, the, the members of the church, and they were business people in, in Philadelphia. And they were describing how impossible it is to maintain a business with crime spiraling out of control. This isn't just a matter of crime. This is a matter of economic vitality. In downtown Pittsburgh, it's almost unrecognizable from the Pittsburgh I knew 20 years ago when I was hiring hundreds of people and building a company there. So this is a real problem. We need a law enforcement senator, and I will be one.
1: Now, going to another realm, foreign policy, which is another area of the areas of expertise that you have, another area where Bob Casey's left no footprints in the snow after thirty years, you took a trip to israel. and And your concern, which you've reiterated here on the show, is that with this this weakness is giving the brutal, the savage, the evil, the openings.
0: i am I am terrified. That we are at a moment where our adversaries smell weakness and are going to test us to the point that we get caught up in some war that we lose control of. We see it in the Middle East where I visit, I went to Israel, I saw the barbarism, Bob. You can't believe the the decapitation. of no, the, the tape is insane. The, the, is insane. the actual video insane. The video insane. You saw it. Too. That I mean, they took. It's, these, yeah, this is from the body. <laughs> it's not from
1: the IDF. This, this is, is the from... body
0: cams of Hamas, yeah. yeah. And, and and we see it with uh, the Houthis attacking the ships in the Red Sea. We see it with killing service members, Islamic Jihad. This is all from the original sin, which is the Obama deal with Iran that gave them back more than $100 billion, which they've used to underwrite terrorism. And Bob Casey was the deciding vote and has been weak on Iran has appeased Iran from the very beginning, and now what we see, what's happened? They haven't put sanctions on the oil exports, which are uh, which are giving them the source of their income. But that's not just the Middle East; it's what's happening with China rattling its saber around Taiwan. It's what's happening with Putin's aggression into Ukraine. These are all the result of perceived weakness on the part of Biden, and I'm I'm really terrified. But we fund the we
1: fund their attacks. we, absolutely- we actually let them. We, we help them pay for their attacks on us and our allies.
0: Absolutely. And this is the kind of deeply flawed thinking. And, you know, President Trump, you got to give him credit. He established deterrence. And deterrence is a very simple formula. It's it's what we learned on the playground. A, you got to have strength. B, you have to demonstrate the will to use it. And C, it's great if you can create uncertainty in the mind of your adversary about what exactly is going to happen if you push him on the playground. Uh, Biden's lost all of that. He has lost
1: deterrent. it. Works in prison too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't I – <laughs> you would have no experience with that, but I can attest to it. <laughs> Playground, prison, you know,
0: you got it. Uh, so, um, so we've lost that. And so and let me put it in stark terms. I'm 58 years old. I was in the military when we talked about nuclear annihilation. I was in the first wave of troops into Iraq in 1991, and I was literally the uh, undersecretary of treasury in the middle of the financial crisis. I've never been more worried about events outside of our borders spiraling out of control.
1: We're going to go to Bloomberg Money Minute, unavoidable, uh, and then we're going to finish up with Dave McCormick, our candidate for Senate. We will be back with him and more after this. Bob Dylan, this date, 1969, recorded his hit "Lay Lady Lay" at Columbia Recording Studios, in Nashville, Tennessee. I, you know, I never knew that was him, Murph. Uh, with his music deal, he, I learned so much. Because it doesn't sound like him. I mean, I went to see him and fell asleep at the concert. That's Bob Dylan. I mean, he stood in one place, never moved. And, you know, the monotone. Anyway, Dave McCormick is with us, more importantly. And he's uh, busy campaigning through northeast Pennsylvania. We're so glad he stopped by. What On a, a snow f- day, no less. Yeah, well, <laughs> you're not going to guess that. I would say, well, I said it early this, this morning, I said... The guy's an army ranger, I'm coming, man. You're yeah, kidding. he's a paratrooper. I was afraid. Yeah, he's going to get stopped by two inches. I was afraid of snow. I was going to have to put Nate on my back, but we were going to get <laughs> here one way or the other. <laughs> no, nothing's going to stop Dave McCormick. We're, we're we I was certain of that, uh, Dave. What? Because uh, we'll have you on any time, and Great. you know that any time, just five minutes, two minutes, you call in, whatever. But. What do you want people to look for in your campaign? What do you want them to watch for in the country and in the state? Yeah, I think
0: uh, it's the simple questions that should be at the core of all politics, which is: um, Is your current leadership serving your needs? Are they delivering on an economy that's uh, creating opportunity for everybody? Are they are they creating communities that are safe? And and in Pennsylvania, we have a senator in Bob Casey who has supported a set of policies not led as you say but supported a set of policies that are taking our country in a terrible direction a border crisis an inflation crisis a crime crisis an energy crisis all of these are from the lack of leadership from Bob Casey and uh, and the and the lack of an independence 98% of the time with Joe Biden it is a time for change it is a time for leadership and i'm putting myself forward To the people of Pennsylvania as someone who's a proven leader, who's led in the military, who's led in the business, created jobs in Pennsylvania, someone who is a man of action, and someone who's an independent voice. I don't know anybody, anything except the people of Pennsylvania. And if I'm uh, fortunate enough to be elected by them, I will fight every day
1: to make lives better
0: for the folks in Pennsylvania. And right
1: now we have a senator who's not doing that. Dave McCormick, we are fortunate to have you running and willing to make this commitment to us uh, and all of us here in Pennsylvania. Thank you. Honored to do it. Thanks for having me. All right. Have well, a great day. Take a break. For the news with Brian Hughes, we will be back. It's the Bob Cordaro Show.
0: W-Y-L-K News Radio. This is the Bob Cordaro Show podcast